Gone are the days of knights and chivalry, and yet that hasn't changed God's vision of you as a man of valor. Today, pornography is a simple mouse click away, and sexual addiction is at an epidemic level. Dr. Mark Laser is an internationally known author and speaker, the leading Christian authority on sexual addiction, and the host of Faithful and True's online radio production, The Men of Valor Program. Here now is Dr. Mark Laser. Welcome to the Men of Valor program. Today, Randy, we're continuing to cover chapters from the new book, The Fight of Your Life, that I wrote with Dr. Tim Clinton of the American Association of Christian Counselors. We've done quite a few chapters. We're now finally to uh, 13. Lucky number 13. And uh, it's interesting that it's 13. We usually associate that with bad luck. And the uh, subject of this chapter is about the the fight that we are waging against uh, Satan and all of his legions. Well, and it's uh, it's interesting that you start the chapter with uh, an excerpt taken from Martin Luther's traditional hymn, A Mighty Fortress is Our God, and by that you say, And though this world with devils filled should threaten to undo us, we will not fear, for God has willed his truth to triumph through us. Well, I think uh, the reason that we started the chapter with that particular verse from uh, the German in me just wants to say, a festeburg, a mighty fortress is our God. But the line has, this world with devils filled. And then also on the first page of the chapter, we have this great passage from Paul's teaching in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Well, and what you and Tim are saying is if you get one thing out of this book, make sure you grasp the fact that you are in a war. You have an enemy. He's a very real enemy, and he's alive and well and active in the lives and affairs of all men. And in fact, he is profoundly influencing all of us. The God of this age is none other than Satan and his system of principalities and powers. You go on to say the ultimate comment, when you take all this into consideration, he is a liar. Yes, and I was just thinking, uh, as we get to that, that uh, we need not uh, forget that he is the fallen angel, and he still has access to the heavenly realms. I mean, that's even what Paul is teaching us, that he can sometimes, his voice can sound like he is... uh, The voice of an angel. The voice of an angel. Mm -hmm. Uh, He can sound soft. He can sound alluring. He can sound lots of things. I mean, he can take on any number of disguises. We know he's the father of lies because the uh, the lie that he told to Adam and Eve in the garden was that uh, they can sin, they can disobey God's commandments, and they will not suffer consequences. Uh, he says they will not die. So that was his first lie that led to original sin that leads us all to be inheritors of sin. So this lying thing is, in fact, a big deal. 
Well, and he wants to oppress you and shame you for your sexual sins, you know, and make you feel too unworthy for God to turn your life around so that when you are experiencing shame and guilt about your uh, previous sexual uh, thoughts or sexual acting out, um, he is there to try and just bury you with those thoughts and that shame. That's right. And uh, he has one strategy in mind, I think. I mean, he has uh, many lies that he tells. Uh, but the one strategy he has is to disconnect us from God, from ourselves, from uh, our true self, and from uh, uh, our intimate relationships. So, you know, that's his goal, to disconnect us from truth and disconnect us from God. And certainly he offers us uh, many solutions that, uh, solutions to um, pain that we all uh, feel that are, in fact, false solutions. Well, you say in the book that with his lies, he can steal, kill, and destroy. In the realm of sex, he presents counterfeit delusions of sex appeal, false allures, seductions, deceit, in other words, lies. And so you take this lies theme, you and Tim have taken this theme of lies, you know, and you gave us some really vivid everyday examples. And by that, I mean uh, situations like you're in the grocery store and you look okay. across the, uh, the fruits and vegetables and you, you know, you see a very attractive woman. And where does your mind take you? You know, and so you're talking here about thought stopping, you know, b- yeah. b- before a- an idea kind of uh, works its way so deeply into either former experiences of yours, former girlfriends, or even uh, manifesting itself as lust for the individual that you're seeing in the grocery store. That's right. Yeah, one of the, you know, I think also we need to be aware that uh, his greatest lie, I think, perhaps, is that he does not exist. Um, By that I mean... I think a lot of people that I talked to over the years have said, no, you know, this personification of the power of evil into some, you know, cartoon-like character with horns and a pitchfork, you know, uh, he really doesn't uh, exist. You know, he's not an alive type of power that's really got tactics to destroy our lives in so many ways. So I would uh, really uh, encourage the listeners to think about that as being one of his uh, most serious lies, and where are you actually? You know, because I know there's a lot of couples groups, couples. I mean, by couples listening to the broadcast, a lot of groups listening to the broadcast, and have a discussion about this. I mean, what has been your image of Satan? What have you thought about him? What have you believed about him? What have you been taught about him? you know, uh, over the course of your life at this point. Well, as you often say, there again is an idea for a complete show of its own. You know, just uh, Mm -hmm. a show sitting and discussing, you know, the reality of Satan in our world. And I think that you and I might be among the first uh, to tell you that we are true believers that Satan is hard at work in our world. Uh, Even here at the center recently, there have just been these these challenges uh, attacking many of us, not just you, not just you and me, uh, not just, uh, you know, the others that we work with uh, on a daily basis here. But this particular week has just been filled with all 
kinds of attacks, and and it's mm-hmm. uh, you know we have all chosen to combat it with uh, with prayer, with prayer, and, and, and yes, exactly you know, right, with 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 a positive approach, with a logical approach of sitting down and trying to think it out and look at all the options. Um, you and I are preparing to leave uh, the day after tomorrow um, for Texas uh, mm-hmm. to uh, present the Fight of Your Life event down in the Houston area. You know, and and uh, you know we're we're excited about that event, and and uh, the event continues to grow. And, and yet we got a, a an email message earlier where the lead pastor can't be there. You know, when we were depending on him to be there, right? You know, and and you seem to be you know disappointed that he wasn't going to be there, and we're both disappointed at that. Yeah. But but God's got another plan because He has put yeah. him in another uh, another area, subbing for somebody, leading a marriage conference for couples. So you know, far be it from us to first uh, feel that that was a uh, another case of Satan attacking us, and yet at the same time, um, I've got this confidence that we have so many people praying for us in this cause that it's going to be a wonderful event. And we're and if you're in the Texas area, we are going to be at the Friendswood Community Church this Saturday morning at uh, at eight thirty. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I wasn't planning on that launching into a commercial. But, well, uh, uh, no, no, no. I wasn't laughing at that. I was laughing at, at the. Uh, at the suggestion that if you're in the Texas area, yeah. I mean <laughs> Texans are the fair, greater the greater Texas. the greatest Texer, <laughs> Texas. I mean Houston itself is the most hey. spread out city. If you're that, in San Antonio, I, drop. <laughs> well, San Antonio is not that far south. I mean, so yes, if you're in San Antonio, drive up. But um, for, for heaven's <laughs> sakes, if you're if in, you're if you're hearing us in Waco or Lubbock or Dallas this morning uh, or anytime you're listening to this, uh, drop on by. <laughs> drop on by. Just get in your airplane and fly over there. Yeah. I hope you have plenty of gas in the old uh, family vehicle. No, that's true. So, but anyway, yeah. Well, I I think it is true that we we've had several experiences in the last couple of Fight of Your Life events where alumni of ours have actually driven from some great distances to be there, and we always really enjoy that. So. Yeah. Oh uh, well, uh, back to the the focus that I was uh, not trying to escape of of this show. Um, you know, I think this is a powerful. Uh, chapter. As I read this uh, chapter, I said to you afterwards, I, I just said, wow, th- this one it, to me is just jam-packed with some of the most relatable, useful guidance that you and Tim are giving here because you have created all of these scenarios and they're, you know, for your average person to read these scenarios, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're given this great advice of not only capturing the thought and turning the thought around and thanking God for all that he blesses us with. And, and, you know, mm-hmm. thank you for stopping me before this led to me taking inappropriate sinful action, right. um, you know, and then turn around, uh, and you even put in a thank you prayer that is uh, that is directed towards Satan. I mean, thank you, liar, for bringing up my former sin. You just reminded me that I am forgiven. You know, you just remembered reminded me that Jesus Christ and I are one with each other. You just reminded me that I've been delivered from your old kingdom, which I used to live in. I've been delivered from the domain of darkness and transferred to the kingdom of God, God's beloved Son, in whom I have redemption and forgiveness of sins. Yeah, that's a great prayer. We uh, 
We also, uh, uh, you know, say there, look at Colossians 1, 13 to 14. I was just thinking, you know, my brain, it's, it's ADD. <laughs> follow the bouncing uh, ball. Follow the bouncing <laughs> ball. You're trying to follow along in the chapter. And I was just back on the fact that Satan throws up. This is an important point, I think. Uh, he doesn't have the ultimate power. He has some power. He doesn't have ultimate power. But he does have the ability to throw up discouragements and uh, little kind of roadblocks, like like you were talking about, the fact that our good friend down at Friendswood Church is not going to be able to be with us. That's disappointing. Satan would love it if we didn't make this trip, and uh, he may have other roadblocks in mind for us. I don't know. But uh, I was thinking of the one that actually happened today. Here we are exposing the lie uh, the lies that Satan tells. You know that Satan doesn't want us broadcasting this, and I, I, I wish the listeners could have seen the expression on your face. It wasn't you, my brightest moment when you were trying to get the huh. the uh, the uh, uh, technical uh, side of the program up and running today, so that we could record it. And uh, I think uh, we've done uh, 150 shows, and this is the first time I've seen you frustrated uh, trying to open the program and get into it and record it. So uh, does, that, does that tell you that Satan didn't want us uh, recording this today? Well, he had definitely taken over you because you were doing your, uh, your pre-flight uh, pilot routine uh, into the microphone as I'm trying to get us up and running, which was... Really not helpful to me at the moment, but uh, I excused you from the studio. And uh, anyway, uh, um, God in his wisdom and, uh, and power has uh, got us back on the air. Well, speaking of back on the air, maybe we should take a break, huh? Yeah, it is that time. We kind of got on a bit of a roll here. Uh, but uh, when we come back, we will continue this conversation and, uh, and take a close look at taking back the ground and holding it. Chapter 13 of The Fight of Your Life. You're listening to Dr. Mark Laser, and this is the Men of Valor program. Do you struggle with the use of pornography? Faithful and True is a Christian-based counseling center specializing in the treatment of sexual addiction and compulsive behavior issues. Our well-trained staff has the highest levels of clinical expertise combined with personal experience to understand and effectively treat your sexual addiction. We have a proven track record for helping men who are seeking a transformation in their lives. Our Men of Valor three-day intensive workshops, led by Dr. Mark Laser and Dr. Greg Miller, are the most effective and affordable treatment program in the country. Our workshop alumni rate our workshops as life-changing. We also offer workshops for spouses and couples. If you're ready to make a change in your life and are seeking a treatment program provided by the top Christian experts in the sexual addiction field, visit us today at FaithfulAndTrue.com to learn more. That's FaithfulAndTrue.com.
Time now for the Trigger of the Week. Trigger of the Week, Randy, was given to us today by Debbie, my wife, who, uh, as as, uh, most of our listeners know, works uh, every day with the wives who have been uh, betrayed by infidelity. So we occasionally, knowing that we have a lot of wives who are listening, uh, we're also interested in some of the things that trigger the wives. And when I asked her that, uh, she said, I need to think about it for a moment. But then five seconds later, she said, lack of initiation on the husband's part. And, uh, and that's all she said, and then she had to go into a session. By <laughs> <laughs> discuss. <laughs> yeah, discuss. And, but no, I know what she means by that, that uh, I think, uh, you know, in the, in the process of the healing journey, particularly as a couple, you know, the wives are really needing the husbands to take charge of their own healing journey, their own program, as we say. They are to initiate things. They're not to be passive. They're to initiate intimacy, to initiate spiritual conversations. They're, they're really looking for the husbands to be initiators because after the infidelity in particular, I think one of their greatest uh, spiritual challenges is to feel that their husbands really choose them, desire them, want to be with them. And there's no better way than indicating that than by initiating. And I'm not talking about initiating sex now. I'm talking about initiating spiritual connection, emotional connection, fun and recreation, and lots of other things uh, that we would love the husbands to be able to initiate. Well, thanks to Debbie for coming up with that, because we so often enjoy her input and the input of the other uh, women that we work here at Faithful and True, because their perspective uh, is is not only accurate, but uh, many times focuses on something that doesn't really catch our eye. Yeah, so there's that trigger of the week. Uh, One of the things, the points that I wanted to uh, make sure that we emphasize is that Satan knows our weakest places. He knows where we are the the most vulnerable. He knows everything about our past. He knows everything about the wounds that we experienced. Um, Us men, we we know that Satan knows everything about our sexual histories. So he he has all of this information at his disposal, and he's going to go after us at our most vulnerable, weakest wounded places. I, I use this example in uh, one of my lectures at the men's workshop. There was a time in the late 90s when I was working at a treatment center out in California one week out of every month. And uh, back in my active addiction days, there was a movie that came out in the 80s. And there was an actress in that movie uh, that I just thought was the, uh, the most uh, uh, beautiful woman in the history of the universe. And uh, back in my active addiction days, you know, she was the object of a lot of, you know, lust and fantasy. Well, at this point that I'm talking about in the late 90s, I have uh, 12, 13 years of sobriety. So I'm thinking I'm pretty good to go. You know, I've got this battle won and, you know, all this stuff. And uh, one day I'm lecturing to the assembled group of patients uh, at this hospital. And many of these patients are famous actors and and musicians and and so forth. Well, guess who's sitting in the front row? It's this actress. You know, I haven't thought about her in well over twelve years, but uh, now all of a sudden, Satan knows that that's a woman with whom I was preoccupied back in the early eighties. And he knows uh, your hot button. He knows a hot button. And uh, 
I won't get into the story more than that, except for the listeners to know that, you know, it did not lead to any sexual sin or lust on my part at, at this time, because I, you know, I was able to remind myself of truth and some other, some other interventions happened there on my part. But I, I, I know that he is the father of lies. And uh, one of the lies at the time could have been that, um, Mark, you've, you've done such a good program. You deserve a break today. Here's the woman that you really were attracted to so early on. Now what are you going to do about it? You know, and all of that. I, I just think it's a, it's a great example that sometimes when we get overly confident, uh, Satan loves that too because he's going to come after us and actually speak into that overconfidence and tell us that we can relax our guard. And well, that's not true. Well, I also like how you and Tim say, turn the tables on the liar. Yeah. Turn his accusations into thoughts of thankfulness and worship. Train your mind to interrupt, stop, and replace what enters your mind. Training your mind to think on those things that are pure, lovely, commendable, excellent, and worthy of praise. Right. And, uh, you know, in, in other words, to take the title from your book, Taking Every Thought Captive, right. you know, and then taking those lustful thoughts and turning it into praise. That is, that is right. And to, uh, again, like we were talking about before the break, uh, even thanking Satan for reminding us to check in with ourselves and with our community that he is a liar and he's, he's trying to tell us lies. Well, on top of it, th- this really caught me after you got, you took a couple of approaches here that really impressed me, pleased me, and caught me off guard because you said train Satan. Train Satan. Train him to know that, that his tormenting schemes will not work against you, yeah. but that his schemes only will turn your mind to worshiping the living God who loves you right. and has forgiven you. He doesn't want that. So yeah. train him to learn that you will always go to praise when he shows up. Praise, thanks, and truth. And uh, that that maybe uh, gets me to one of the things I wanted to make sure that we emphasize in the chapter, uh, and that is... Uh, this, you know, we we talk a lot these days about identity theft, do we not? I've been noticing lately that, you know, I've got these credit cards that now have this chip in them, and I have to insert them in the credit card machine in a different way. I don't know. It gets me out of my rituals. Not bad rituals. This gets me out of my payment rituals. I have to do something different. It kind of bugs me, but it's all in the name of protecting identity. Um, I think one of the 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 main things that Satan is uh, trying to steal from us uh, is our identity and our identity in terms of who we are in Christ, uh, what God has done for us, how much God loves us, and that, that kind of. Every time we have a shame attack, meaning that we're a bad and worthless person, not even God loves us, you you know behind that Satan is trying to steal our identity, right? As a truly loved, chosen son of God as a as a person that Christ came to die for and uh Satan uh, really wants us to think that not even God could love us and that we have no identity of Christ uh we might as well go out and do whatever it is we feel like doing because what difference does it make Well I love how you guys are recommending being aggressive yeah. in in uh in how in how you're feeding back and how you're fighting Satan. You say, resist him and he will flee from you. Right. That's just awesome. I mean, I just, I just think that uh, um, so often we just kind of 
let me do all I can do to keep me from the clutches of Satan. Uh, here, you just kind of get in his face. Well, you know, I'm enough of a sports guy to think the best defense is a good offense. Right. And uh, to be aggressive uh, goes back to our trigger of the week. It means to initiate. You know, don't don't wait until you get tempted with the lies. You know, uh, remind yourself of truth every day. You know, spend time in the Word. Spend time with your community. Uh, go after it and, and just call them a liar. You know, by the way, you and I love movies. Yes, we do. And uh, we love promoting good movies. Yes, we do. Uh, as well as warning our listeners about ones that are not so good. Uh, there's one, I'm not sure it's as much in the theaters now, particularly by the time some of the people listen to this broadcast, but uh, it's this new movie, War Room. It's about a couple who is on the verge of divorce, and the husband is on the verge of having an affair, and their marriage is just uh, going down the tubes. And uh, the the... The title of the movie is really about uh, having a, a war room, which uh, is where we use um, the right war tactics. And the war room is actually a prayer room. And uh, the wife in this uh, uh, movie is encouraged by a mentor that just so happens to come along in her life, which we all know is not coincidence. It's Holy Spirit stuff. And this this older mentor... It just encourages her to, to go in a closet, uh, like the like Scripture talks to us about, and 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 get and the, her main weapon in the warfare is prayer. That's what I was getting to in this movie. If, if couples listening to this, you know, go out and see it together if you haven't already seen it. It's just a really powerful movie. But there's a scene early on where the wife is finally getting it. And she's going on the she goes on the offense with her prayer, and she gets up in this prayer closet and she just starts ordering Satan to leave her house, to leave her family alone, and and she has a kind of a special order: leave my husband alone. And uh, I I don't want to. Uh, spoiler alert, I don't want to tell you what happens at the end of the movie, but sure. uh, on the other hand, I mean, that is a powerful scene about using the tactics of prayer to go after the enemy. You know, let's not wait for him to, to attack. Let's let's go after him and let's, let's call him a liar. Let's tell him to get out of our lives um, and that kind of thing. So again, it's not that often that we have movies that we can totally rep, uh, recommend because they are totally absent of any kind of inappropriate sexual stimuli, and all of that. So, well, it it definitely has earned two palms up. Two <laughs> palms know? up. Is two that the Mark and Randy uh, rating? Yeah, well, that's the Mark and Randy rating with with movies like that. We give high praise uh, to our Lord and Savior for uh, for blessing our world with content like that, with a movie like that, with right. such a great message. Um, any closing thoughts as we wrap up today's show? I think this has been a, a great chapter. I think that those who are reading the book will look forward to it and benefit greatly from it. Yeah, well, maybe we should just quote by, by telling Satan who he really is. I mean, you are a liar, and we pray that you'll get out of the lives of those we love and serve and leave us alone because uh, we know the truth. You've been listening to Dr. Mark Laser. My name's Randy Everett, and we thank you for listening to us today. Uh, we hope that this coming week is a week in which you are able to confront the liar and able to praise your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. 
Until we join you again, we pray that you are filled with many blessings and great vision. You've been listening to the Men of Valor program with Dr. Mark Laser. For information about this program or to learn more about Faithful and True, visit us at FaithfulandTrue.com. That's FaithfulandTrue.com.